Hello, everyone. This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women and men who have gone through absolute caca give you advice on how to get to the other side of yours. I am really honored today to welcome my guest, Jane Hogan. She is coming to us live from Newfoundland, Canada. Thank you so much for being with us, Jane. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here, Nikki. Awesome. So we're feeling thrilled. It's the middle of COVID-19 quarantine. My bangs are too long. I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> we're living in a very strange time and the Epic Comeback podcast still goes on. So Jane, um, I'm gonna give you the mic for a minute to introduce yourself and tell us who you are. And I already said where you're from because I got so excited about where you're from. But uh, what keeps you busy during the day? What are you up to? Well, what keeps me busy? Um, I am a health coach and what keeps me busy though is my passion to just share with other people how they can stage, well, as you call it, an epic comeback. So it's how people can become empowered in their own health because we've been told otherwise for a lot of chronic illnesses and for mine in particular and a lot of autoimmune diseases we're told there is no cure. And that puts people in a feeling of uh, victimhood. And I'm all about getting people out of that and getting them empowered so they can look after their health. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. I mean, I think for, I think for so many people, it's, it's almost like you're instructed to be disempowered when you have a chronic illness. And I mean, I just have seen too many examples, way too many examples of people conquering their chronic illnesses that I just, I don't. I'm sorry, they're chronic illnesses. I just don't believe it anymore personally. So I'm glad, mm -hmm. I'm really glad to hear more about, about what, about your story. That's so true because for me, for me, when I, I heard other people had healed, that's what gave me hope. And that's kind of what I spend my time doing is like putting myself out there because if people, the more people hear stories of healing stories, the more they can believe and have hope. And then that helps them get through the challenging times as they heal. Absolutely. I call that, what I call that is aspirational support, like receiving support from people who've been there and gone through it and have triumphed. It's like, yeah. I, and then like I, in that position, I can aspire to have a similar story, have a similar like comeback story. And speaking of that, so Jane, as you know, this epic, this podcast is about by and for people who have gone through life shattering and often traumatic experiences. So would you please share your story with us, what you went through and what was the worst part? Well, it was 2016 and I, about a month after I turned 50, I had just gone through a, a very difficult year. My mother had died suddenly. I was the uh, executor of her estate and that was an eight hour drive away. I was dealing with family and, um, you know, challenges with that. And it was just a very, very stressful year. And uh, then I suddenly, uh, developed this joint pain that was just kind of migrating through my body and then it would, it would get very bad really quickly like you know oh my shoulder hurts and then it's in a sling and oh you know oh my knees hurt and now they're swollen and and my hands so it kind of went all over my body it was sort of my feet 
my shoulders, my hands, my wrists, my jaw, my knees have big golf ball size, you know, infl inflammatory balls on them. And uh, so I kind I got to a point very quickly where I could hardly walk. I could hardly look after myself. Like simple things, like even putting your hair in a ponytail. I, I didn't have enough strength in my hands to do that. I couldn't make a fist with my hands. Um, could, I could hardly walk across the living room. I just was kind of spending all my time lying in the bathtub because that's about the only time I could get some pain relief. And I, re I remember just lying there and thinking, I'm just about coming up to my freedom years. My youngest son had literally just finished high school. My three beautiful kids were grown up. My husband and I were looking forward to retirement and I was not going to be able to do anything because... Mm -hmm. I could barely walk. I didn't even know if we could stay in the house we were in, stairs. I, and I just, I didn't know what to do. And, but I felt like my life could not have come to this. I know I meant for more. It can't stop here. It really just can't. So I gotta do something. And so at that point it wasn't diagnosed. Um, and I had, I saw my doctor and I had six months to um, wait to see a rheumatologist in Canada. It takes a long time. So I had a six month wait. Before, oh my gosh. Yeah, before anything was gonna happen. So I was pretty desperate. Wow. And luckily my doctor had said, uh, sometimes foods can cause joint pain, which I thought was absolutely insane because you know what could what could your food have to do with your joint but I was just so desperate I started experimenting with food and I started getting better like very quickly hmm. within five days I had about half the amount of pain and or so it seemed and it just you know gave me hope and then I started looking up stories of hope I started researching and I'm in it I'm a civil engineer so I do a lot of, you know, I'm very analytical. So I gathered data and made charts and graphs and I could see myself improving. And, um, you know, so that kind of, uh, that got me going and, you know, there was little obstacles along the way, but I still always had that hope. And I really also came to see it as, uh, my mother had always been my champion and when she died, I kind of lost my champion. Mm. And part of the comeback to me is realizing that I had to be my own champion. I had to be my champion. I couldn't rely on my mother anymore. You know, so it seems kind of funny at 50 years old, but that's, that's what it was. <laughs> that's beautiful. Wow, what a story. I can't even imagine. I cannot even imagine being in a position where my body was kind of um, betraying me like that. That's kind of the, the way that I'm, I'm sort of thinking about, you know, was thinking about it as you were talking and having to wait for six months before the medical community could do anything about it. I mean, I just can't even, I, I can barely imagine what that would be like. And, and even when I started researching what the medical community could do about it, the drugs were, had horrible side effects. So I was like, I really don't want to go down that route if I don't have to. And they weren't a cure anyway. And along the way, I discovered functional medicine, which actually does get at root causes, not mastering symptoms. So I went on, you know, studied to be a functional medicine coach while I was still working as an engineer. And then a year ago, I said, you know, 
this is what I love to do. Uh, and so this is what I'm going to do. So I left my career. So it's, yeah, I mean, my comeback keeps on going because I'm just, um, I feel like I'm, I'm where I'm meant to be. I honestly feel like it all happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. I hear that. I hear that. And you're really, I mean, you're, you're really getting to, I, I always ask folks, um, generally like it takes, it takes so much strength and so much warrior strength to get to the other side of, of a difficult experience and a life shattering experience like you're talking about. And I always have to ask people, what's the best thing about being where you are now? And what I'm hearing from you is that you've, you've learned so much, you've, just, you've become your own champion. That's incredible. Um, you have found a calling Mm-hmm. of something that you enjoy very much any anything else kind of occurring to you as i asked that question the best thing about being on that other side you know the comeback side oh the one of the best things is that it's uh it, it made me really tune into what my body was telling me what my intuition was telling me and uh it's now my compass so this is this i still have ra i i don't take any medications I have to follow a lifestyle. I enjoy following a lifestyle that keeps the inflammation down. And when I waver, I get some inflammation and pain back, but it's my compass. It's my compass that brings me back to what I truly need and and what I need to be doing in the world. And uh, I'm so grateful for it. I never, I would have just kind of carried on a sort of in mediocrity. (laughs) And now I feel like I'm, uh, I'm just, just expanded to, you know, the best I can be. And I'm still, I'm still growing. And um, I'm, I love it. I I love it. So there's, there is hope. There is hope after, you know, having a horrible illness. And it's, you know, we do have responsibility and how we react to anything, you know, that responsibility the ability to respond so we can always choose our responses and uh when you choose a response that uh where you make the decisions you are in control it puts you in an empowered position instead of feeling like a victim so it's happening for me what can i learn instead of why is this happening to me now i did have those thoughts Mm -hmm. of course i did have those thoughts and you know it but it doesn't take you anywhere it keeps you in misery. Yes, yes, absolutely. And we do have a choice, um, you know, to, to some extent. I mean, it's re- it's really rough when you're, let's for, say, for example, clinically depressed. I mean, it's you know, it's it's difficult to. It can be difficult to kind of get out of a negative mindset and into a more positive and empowering one. It can be very, very, very hard. Um, and I never gloss over that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know. And you know, and every guest I have on this podcast knows and is proof that a major comeback is possible. It happens every day. It's part of the human experience. It's part of the human spirit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, really, it really is. And I think, you know, when I, I think I may have been depressed when it was that bad. Um, I don't really know. I wasn't diagnosed. But what I do know is that teeny you have to celebrate the teeny teeny wins you know as small as it could be you have to celebrate that and just like okay try to build try to keep building on that 
And well, for me, it did, it did get easier over time. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that, um, you're, you're like a professional podcast guest because, because you're giving me these beautiful segues into questions, which is like, my next question is, what is a piece of advice or maybe two that you would give to people who are in absolute caca right now, who are in, within that crisis? And, and based on what you just said, um, celebrating tiny wins, um, what else would you include in terms of what you would say to, to our, our guests right now, to our, our listeners right now? who are going through a rough time and they have no clue how they're going to get to the other side. I, I think the first thing that comes to my mind, Nikki, is to be kind to yourself. So for me, that meant talking to myself because I had a very nice, close relationship with my mother. Mm -hmm. I could, I was, I spoke to myself like my mother would speak to me. Wow. And if that doesn't work, not everyone has a great relationship with their mother. But so maybe you pick someone else. Maybe you think, how would I speak to my best friend? Or how would I speak to my child that I love unconditionally? So being kind to yourself. Starts there, loving yourself. I could not possibly agree with you more. I couldn't possibly agree with you more. My One of my new favorite, favorite favorite phrases that I kind of woke up with one day was that self-compassion is the highest form of self-care. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it, wherever you are, wherever you are in your journey. Mm -hmm. But especially when you are in those dark, dark, dark moments of the soul, mm -hmm. yeah. having some compassion and allowing yourself to be there and understanding that you're a human being who's going through something hard. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> well, Jane, I would love to know, since we're all about being epic, if you could have any superpower that you don't already have, and I, I know you have several, what would it be? Oh my goodness, superpower. I think if I, <laughs> maybe this, this wouldn't be the one that uh, would serve me the best, but this is what's coming to mind right now. That if I could always stay in that high, high vibration kind of feeling, mm. you know, all those gratitude and love and, you know, there are times, of course, when we're not always feeling like that, but if I can always bounce back quickly, that is an amazing superpower to have. Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds pretty, that sounds very Dalai Lama-like. <laughs> that sounds, that's, I mean, that's the dream, right? That sounds awesome. Yeah, we're cousins. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Jane, thank you so much for being my guest today. I would love for everyone to know, how can we follow you online? Where do we find you? Oh, they, they could find me uh, at my website, which is janehoganhealth.com. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at janehoganhealth. YouTube, um, think LinkedIn, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll you're all over the place. Yeah, Jane Hogan Health. That's great. And Jane Hogan is the way that you think it's spelled, Jane Hogan, H-O-G-A-N. And um, again, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you for having me, Nikki. This was a real pleasure for me to do. Wonderful. 
And so this is Nikki Bruno with Jane Hogan on the Epic Comeback Podcast. For more information about staging an epic comeback in your life after a life-shattering experience, please go to theepiccomeback.com.